Hello, everybody, and welcome. Oh, I fucked it up already. Cody, you do it. Hello, survivors, Survivor. and welcome to another episode of Let's Die Revenant. The His versus Hers Guide to the Apocalypse. Sometimes. 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 Hey, that's what we need to do. His versus Hers Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast. Sometimes. Sometimes we guide you. Sometimes we don't. We just bullshit and talk about pet rocks and dating game shows and stuff. Uh, but welcome to the show. Season 5 Revenant. Episode number, what is this now? A thousand of my life. It feels like <laughs> every episode of Let's Die is another fragment of my soul chipped away from the block of my humanity. Yeah. Uh, yeah quilt that put it on a put it on a stitch a stitch thing that old people stitch and then quilt put, it it, and put it on a stitch he definitely didn't mix those quilt words it, quilt i am it. offended because i cross stitch and i've cross stitched that. for like eight years now and i am not an old people that, so that's what exactly what i meant at your heart somewhere there's an old person just it's banging true. rattling it's their true. chains trying to get out so they can cross stitch more fervently it's true um, uh, but welcome back to this show. Uh, my name is Brett. In case you haven't, you might remember me from such shows as After Dark Cry or Jaws Breakers or this one. Uh, and also joining me is, as always, the lovely and wonderful and smart as a smart as a raindrop does drop from the sky. It means it's a sure thing, and it'll hydrate you if you hold your mouth open toward skyward. But if you're a turkey, you will drown. That's Cody. I do kill turkeys. What? <laughs> I don't know. We've, we've never get in, gotten into this part of your backstory. You just no. I've you, actually no, no. I haven't. I don't just think a ever. serial turkey murderer. If if I get in their mouth, yeah. It could be taken out of context so <laughs> poorly, so bad. <laughs> uh, the other voice you might have heard, you might remember him from such shows as Best of the Rest and his guest appearance on After Dark Rye. Finally, at long last, it's uh, Chris Logan. Uh, our Lord and Savior. Hello, Chris. How are you? Hello. I'm ready to die. Woo! That's the catchphrase, That's the catchphrase right? That's what you say it, on the show? It is now. Yeah, hey, yeah. folks, are we hey. ready to die? You could try I've to survive, on, I've been on Jawsbreakers, too, by the way. So, uh, oh, is... Jawsbreakers was your first uh, foray into the Pod Dog extended universe. Uh, the cinematic... Well, it's not cinematic, is it? Well, we're on YouTube. It's a cinematic... Pod Dog Cinematic Universe, the PDCU, as we like to call I don't like that at all. That sounds awful. That sounds like we're on a government list somewhere. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's on the PDCU list. It just sounds yeah. naughty, and I don't like it. Well, then we're not the PDCU, then. We're the Pod Dog Podcast Universe. That's not bad. PDPU. PDPU. PDPCU. PDP me? No, PDPU. I smoked so much PDPU before I got onto this Zoom call. Let me tell what you. Are, what is that even referencing? PCP. Um, oh, you smoke that? No. Um, I smoke drugs. I don't understand drugs. Oh, well, I guess PCP is a drug. Anyway, uh, Chris, <laughs> you're a part of the show called Best of the Rest, a hashtag positivity podcast where originally you talked about uh, comic-based movies that weren't quite were very well received, but you and your co-host only focus on the things that you liked about the movie, the positive aspects. And then later on, as you went down the line, you started branching out to more things. Like most recently you finished a stint on uh, Jurassic world. Uh, and it's one of my favorite shows out there on the ear, on the earwaves. Um, can you tell us a little bit about best of the rest before we subject you to torment? Uh, well, thanks. And what an intro. I mean, I think you kind of, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. It's, uh, every week we, uh, 
focus on a movie that was poorly received upon release, and we just challenge ourselves to only be positive about it because it's uh, it's pretty easy to go on YouTube and look at video essays of people tearing these movies apart. So we try mm-hmm. to do something a little bit different, and you know, there's enough negativity out there. Add a little positivity; doesn't hurt anybody, but. Sometimes the challenge of coming up with the positives is, is kind of the fun. Like we've covered, man, uh, Catwoman. We've covered, uh, uh, you know, Rocky Five, which is uh, typically regarded as the worst in that series. Uh, like I said, we did all the Jurassic Park sequels, working on TV show movies this month. We just did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, last week. So um, good stuff. If you like movies, check out the podcast. I love, That's how, the rest. I love oh, yeah. how your first episode is Green Lantern. <laughs> It had to be. You gotta hit the ground running. Yeah. You yeah. got. You gotta start strong. It, it it couldn't be anything else other than Green Lantern. But uh, yeah, you're you're an inspiration uh, to me at least. Um, to to the world is full of too much negativity, like you said. Uh, with shitty, terrible shows like Let's Die and After Dark Rye, uh, we need positive shows like Best of the Rest that don't focus so much on the negativity. Uh, and plus, like people work hard on things. Uh, it sucks when you're like your movie sucked and then they see that on the internet and they feel bad and that's not cool because they worked hard mm-hmm. um yeah that's the thing like you know uh, we don't try to convince you that these movies are secretly good there's probably mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that is bad about them but hidden in there there's good performances it, like you mentioned green lantern dude mark strong in that movie is he still the show he's incredible it's one of the best performances of like any comic book movie mm-hmm. we've actually named a reward uh our award after him because of that performance there mark so, strong award mark strong award yeah so uh yeah there's 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 always positives to find if, if you look we but, uh, we on jaws breakers were inspired by you and we have the jonathan pincer award we don't know how to pronounce oh, his nice. last name but he he's just one of those guys that appeared in like a bunch of shark movies in the late 2000s and he's fantastic in every movie he's in um there you go i'm just scrolling through your guys's log and i'm attacked by a lot of these if these are supposed to be movies that are bad there are um, movies that were poorly received i'm enjoying <laughs> i enjoy mean, many of these movies and just because they were poorly received doesn't mean that they aren't fun ghost rider spirit of vengeance i think objectively not a great movie but it's a lot of fun to watch i put it on a couple weeks ago for my kids they loved it they thought it was yeah. so cool so rad so we've always got to put the disclaimer out there. Like we're objective about it uh, as far as what's poorly received. Like we look at yeah. critic scores, we look at box office and reception. Like I agree, there's a lot of really good movies. The Amazing Spider-Man Two, it's my favorite Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man but, Three is pretty great too, and it's on this list. Dude, I really I, like I, it. I agree oh, with no. you. After doing no. that episode, no. after rewatching that no. with the hashtag Positivity no. Podcast goggles on, it's pretty good. Like this is one silly scene, and we all know it. But outside of that. Yeah. Is it when Venom shows up for five seconds and explodes? Well, no, that, that that's pretty silly, silly too. But no, no, it's, it's, it's the one. Good. It's the I one where he walks out like he's being a dick because he's emo. What do you mean he's like dancing around and stuff? I I didn't mind that. Yeah. he's got the black suit. Like that's what well, he's supposed go. to be. But like I think I hate the buildup of oh we're finally getting Venom. This is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be awesome. And then Topher Grace is a string bean that blows up in five seconds. Yeah, but do you care about that in twenty twenty three? We've got these no, two Venom movies. Like that yeah. hype is gone. You go back and watch the movie, and there's a, I think it's Tobey Maguire's right, best performance right. is Peter Parker. Toby Hot take Maguire. maybe. Well, Tobey Maguire is a classic. Uh, you yeah. can't argue against the Tobester, uh, and I'm sure he probably doesn't want to be ever be called the Tobester in anything. Um, yeah, they'll do that again. I, I promise I won't, sir. Say, Lord and Savior, please forgive me. <laughs> um, 
Speaking of comic book movies, we're here to talk about one. Uh, Honestly, speaking of poorly received comic book movies, this is a, a certified rotten film. How crazy really? is that? Is this, it really? It's only the second one in the MCU to be certified rotten after Eternals. I was going to say it's Eternals like, is probably Eternals was pretty bad. <laughs> no, I love. I There's really like an episode Eternals. of Eternals, but I uh, it's, really it's... like Eternals. First of all, I will defend Eternals. Okay, uh, but anyway, I love <laughs> I love the Ant Man movies. Probably I think that first one wasn't as hotly received as some other movies because I feel like Ant Man doesn't initially carry the swagger of a Spider Man or a Captain America or a Thor. You know. Um, but I've seen them all in theaters and I've loved them all. Uh, they hold a special place for me, I think just because of their weird, cause they don't, let's be honest. There's a certain number of Marvel movies that further the overall s- cinematic universe plot, like whether it was Thanos or what have you, like there was always something ever edging towards that final conflict. Ant-Man kind of not so much it was in the midst of those movies but it didn't really affect the mcu as a whole until ant-man showed up in uh civil war right chris Mm -hmm. am i am i am i close here you showed up in civil war then obviously has a big part in endgame but yeah they dropped the second movie in between infinity war and endgame so everybody sees infinity war Mm -hmm. and they're hyped for this big finale and it's like wait a minute let's tell this ant-man story Right. And then we'll get we'll get back to Endgame. So yeah, it's kind of a which of was a little right. relevant because he did get trapped. Um, you know, at in the, the post credit movie. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean the snap affected him because you know people disappeared or whatever, which was really cool to see. Um, it affect. Say what you will about uh, Marvel movies, whether you might be um, uh, uh, uh what's the word um burned out on them. Or, or whatever but props to creating like an overarching story that's lasted what 20 years now is it like are we at 20 2008? years 2008 yeah so, well not quite 20 years but 15 years i mean like 30 freaking full-length feature films it all in the yeah, same they got all these tv shows and stuff now it's uh it's pretty wild yeah so like uh they don't always hit hit the ground running but you know i as far as ant-man goes i like ant-man um uh what did, what did you think i about also it, like ant-man uh, about this new one specifically yes well or in general you know, tell me whatever you want to tell me hmm i like it man yeah i like it overall i like all three of them uh, i like the character everyone loves paul rudd um so uh nothing but good things to say about the series really but the newest one i mean i like it um it's I like it about as much as I liked uh, the newest Doctor Strange as well. Those are pretty similar um, in my mind. If I was ranking the entire MCU, it's probably somewhere in the middle. It's not my favorite, but it's far mm-hmm. from like the bottom, uh, in my I opinion. Agree. I had a lot of fun with it. Friggin' Kang. Uh, like, I watched Loki. It's I didn't love Loki. It's probably my, one of my least favorite of the Disney, of the Marvel TV shows, but... You get introduced to Kang and Loki, and I, I thought he was okay there. But in in this movie, in the newest Ant Man movie, what is it? Quantum Mania. Mania, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. He uh, he stole the show. That's my you know, my Mark but, Strong award for the whoa, 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 whoa. Quantum Mania. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We're not on best of the rest right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. The uh, MVP of the movie, my favorite performance, <laughs> the, uh, is definitely. Uh, I was trying to look up his name because I want to make yeah, sure I, I get it right. 
I don't know but, his name um, either, but I agree with you. He was fantastic as Kang. Uh, and I I not have not seen the Loki show. Um, so I was interested. I knew he, I had heard that he was in the Loki show. And I had heard, you know, like, oh, is this going to be the new big bad to replace Thanos? And uh, we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But he's definitely seems strong enough and villainous enough. And the actor, his performance carries weight. I I think I agree with you. I think he would be my my Mark Strong MVP award winner. Yeah, so like, um, what's Don his what's what's his mo? He's the conqueror. He conquers stuff. For he, why? Full he stop. exists in every. I'm probably gonna get this wrong, so Marvel nerds can get it. You know, yell at me. He exists in like everybody, like in every um, version of the universe and every multiverse. Mm-hmm. But he has the power to like travel between them and work together. So like there's the count the council of kings. So he's working together across all multiverses to yeah. conquer and destroy them. Then you have like a rogue king, which is what we see in this movie, who got banished by the other ones and he's trying to destroy everything. Right. So he and got banished cool. by the Council of Kings to Quantum Mania, where he could not escape without his ship. Uh, so he spends the most of the movie just trying to get his ship activated so he can escape and cause vengeance across the multiverse. But mm-hmm. if, uh, Cody, you've seen Doctor Strange, Madness, Multiverse yeah. of Madness, there are multiple versions of everybody. Um, yeah. And the same is true for Kang. So we're kind of starting to tap back into the multiverse thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can imagine, a, he's, he's very much kind of like uh, DC's Doctor Manhattan in that he's got, he's privy to knowledge greater than the present like just that just exists in the present but short of being like full-on kind of nutso like experiencing all of them at the same time does that make sense because he doesn't like take advantage of like not being able to be punched because he can see it coming he doesn't have like clairvoyance or anything of that nate necessarily but Mm -hmm. he could in theory take you back in time so it was like you were never trapped in the quantum verse Mm-hmm. So he does have time travel uh, through his ship there. But yeah, so um, we see this movie opens. We see Paul Rudd uh, looking fantastic. Uh, probably the best looking 70 year old man on the earth, planet Earth. Um, the immortal Paul Rudd. The immortal immortal Paul, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Uh, can't ask for a better Scott Lang at this point. He's like one of the he's like uh, Margaret Roby, Harley Quinn. He, he No one else is going to be Scott Lang than Paul Rudd at this point. He just brings a certain quirkiness to it actually you know who he reminds me of in this he he's kind of ryan's reynolds-esque like he's he puts on a strong face he's very caring but at the same time he's kind of goofy and kind of klutzy and kind of silly uh which i appreciate about the character he doesn't take anything super serious unless you uh, renege on the deal to give his daughter back um i was gonna say i i buy his um the serious stuff more from him than i would ryan reynolds ryan reynolds is always kind of like kind of too cool for everything that's going around him, mm-hmm. which, you know, works for Deadpool or whatever. But Paul Rudd, it's very clear is with Scott Lang that he cares about his family and his daughter above sure. all else and would do absolutely anything for him. So yeah. when it's time to be serious, um, I think he handles those a lot better. Well, he's trying to be like everything's too cool for him because he's got does his little book reading and he's like kind of a celebrity on the he's street. Trying to, like, retire. Yeah. And yeah, he's like reveling in this like post Avenger life because he brings it up frequently. I was an Avenger. Hey, I helped save the world. Um, which to that end, like his daughter, Cassie kind of a little bit, un- just a little bit ungrateful, a little bit. Um, 
kind of made me mad a little bit. I'm like, ooh, at the dinner <laughs> table, you better just eat your green beans, young lady. Um, you're grounded. Uh, but anyway, Cassie is, of course, super brilliant, just like her family around her. And she creates a little satellite to explore the quantum verse, which sends a signal to it. But unfortunately, uh, when you peer into the dark, the dark peers into you and it sucks them in along with a, you know, poor Henry. Is, is it Henry or Hank? I'm losing my mind. Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Thank you. Hank's uh, ants, like super smart ants uh, foreshadowing. Um and they all get trapped in the quantum verse, filled with wacky, crazy-looking amoeba people and energy people and people that just look like humans with face paint. Um, and and we get to go on this adventure here, where the original uh, Janet Van Dyne is like, "Oh, I've been, I was trapped down here for a long time. What am I hiding from you? Up, oh, surprise! The Kang the Conqueror's down here. I helped him build his ship and get his suit back and running and." We got to rescue uh, Cassie because he's got Cassie. Also, I banged Bill Murray. Also, I fucked Bill Murray's brains out. Uh, look, ladies, people, people, I almost said ladies, people have needs, okay? And when you think you're trapped in a quantum hell never to return for 30 years, I mean. Shit Bill Murray starts looking kind of sexy. It happens. It, yeah. I mean, uh, what happens in quantum verse stays quantum verse. And when she says he was this big, she literally means. I, I, for the listener, I'm holding my fingers very, very close together. Uh, Cody, right by now, you're probably like, as the insect person of our group, you're like, when did the ants come in? Uh, we we get to see plenty of ants. Uh, Pim loves his freaking ants. He's got like a super smart ant colony that's like created their own technology like they're just advancing super fast um and i i've learned through this movie that ants are the smartest you social insect of all insects in the animal kingdom uh especially versus those those black and yellow striped imposters with wings what say you um I I mean I agree. I think Oh like, wow. Well, okay. Fuck me. Yeah, up. no. Uh you social of the you social insects, ants are the scariest and the most intelligent for sure. Um they can just do like they farm things, like they'll mm -hmm. farm aphids, they farm caterpillars, fungus. they farm fungus. They are just able to use tools. They're able to cooperate with each other in a way that a lot of other eusocial insects or insects in general are not let's, able to do. Let's go around the room and just talk about our favorite types of ants for about an hour. Uh, Cody, what's your favorite type of ant? Um, that's such a hard question. Oh, boy. I'll go first then. Uh, let's go with uh, the bulldog ant, native to Australia. They get like an inch, inch and a half long, and they can jump like I can't remember, is it three or six feet? Mm -hmm. uh, and they have powerful pincers and a really painful sting. Bulldog ant. Look it up. Vampire ants are also really cool, too. They don't, they can eat like insect prey, but what generally what they do is they take insect prey or they bring their pupa, uh, their larvae actually, to the prey. The larvae then feed on the insects. Then when they pupate, uh, the vampire ants will cause an incision in the pupa and then drink the liquid that comes out. So they primarily feed on their pupa, but it doesn't kill them. Weird stuff. Gross. Tra Trapjaw ants are cool. 
Mm-hmm. I'm looking. The one that I really like is the big headed ant. So Thank a lot you. of the oh. yeah, a lot of the ants that I really like, it's just because of the way that they look. Um, Bobblehead ants are great. Yeah. Uh, what are those ones? The honey pot. Yeah, honey pot ants are crazy. They These basically fucking... store food in their in their booties. Is it their gaster? Yeah, their gaster. Yeah, look at Brett go. I, who's the entomologist now? This guy. You it's be you. funny for an hour and a half, Cody. How do you know? Um, that's that's never going to happen. <laughs> You're supposed to be the funny one here. Um, I'm smart this time. But what about what about you, uh, Chris? What are you? What's your favorite ant? Uh, I know I know nothing about ants. Uh, I do remember watching this documentary sometime like elementary school, long like first grade, a long long time ago. And it was um, about these two different kinds of ants that, like, would fight. Uh, it's, like, two different colors. I can't even tell you what the colors are now. But what stuck out my in, in my brain, like, burned into my brain, is, like, they would kill each other. And then one of them would walk around, like, with the head of the other ant, like, on its leg, like, as a trophy. Yeah. Like, it was some, like, hardcore shit. And I was, like, it, it kind of freaked me out. Um, and I've always wanted to, like, look up that documentary or figure this out, learn more about it, yeah. and never got around to it. I'd but maybe you can enlighten me. What, what, what did I see? What kind of answer are these? I, I will look it up for you, but, yeah. uh, I mean, there are just so many. I, I'm interested as well. <laughs> okay, I, I have a question. You're talking about how intelligent um, ants are. W would I be right to assume that, like, a ant is not intelligent at all, but, like, as a colony is, like, where the intelligence comes from? Because they're all just kind of, like, a like, hive mind? I, like they're not actually thinking they're just no. following their instincts and orders and pheromones, pheromones and um yeah. but they they are able to so i'm trying to think of like any experiments that have happened because so i study bees mostly and there are a lot of experiments about bee cognition where bees actually learn and are able to like make decisions do, do, um, bees, do bees dream it's the name of my book Probably. Do bees dream? Do probably. Do dream? Do be dream? Do bees be dreaming? Do they be dreaming? Do bees be dreaming? I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but yeah, I mean, they. I wouldn't be surprised if there was. Uh, because bees are also like bumblebees are also eusocial, but an individual is able to make complex decisions. Um, interesting. And I learned so, this a long time ago about like birds because um, it's the kind of the same thing there. Like when you see birds wrong flying in formation, you're in a different not... section of animalia. Hang on, I'm just transferring okay, you right. from one to another. Like they don't communicate. <laughs> like, hey, I'm gonna be in front. You get behind me. They just fly and they form that formation because it's just what's easy. And then the front one gets tired. He falls mm -hmm. back. Like, it's all just like instinct. Uh, just over. You know, when you see a big birds swarming, they're not like um, talking to each other doing that. It's just like in their dna kind of like how we bred dogs through all this crazy shit like mm -hmm. hunting dogs just are born knowing to point out shit that moves in mm -hmm. the woods uh without thinking about it so you uh, do have yeah. to like teach them how to do it the right way and the same with birds like they it is an instinct like you're saying so like if i if i were to go out and put out an alarm call noise um they'll all just start swarming because they'll all so because birds like one bird even of a different species will start being like doing an alarm call that's basically like something is up like there is a problem here and then all the other birds in the area will come and like either swarm and also like just caw and and call uh, um i got tackled 
I got attacked by uh, what right. I called swallow tornadoes. You got grackle attacked? No, not by grackle, by swallows. Violet green and tree swallows out in, in Oregon when I was doing me. surveys. Uh, if I got too close to one of their nests, one of them would start alarm calling. And then they would all just start, like, flying above my head. And so you could see, like, if someone got too close. <laughs> because they just have basically, like, a fucking tornado. yourself in the head. I did. Um, uh, welcome back to the bird cast, everybody. Uh, yeah. So, Ant-Man... Uh, uh, fun fact, ants also, like, dispose of their garbage away from the nest so that it doesn't, you know... Bees do that, too. Uh, worst worst ant species? Fire ants. They fucking suck. I haven't had to deal with them. They suck. Uh, second worst ants? Pharaoh ants. Um, you can't get rid of them. Uh, Ant-Man. So, they get sucked into the quantum realm. Uh, Cassie and Scott get separated from uh, Henry, Janet, and... Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Brett. Uh-oh. Evangeline Lily. That's her name. Um, Nailed it. First try. They go through two separate kind of things here. Scott and Cassie eventually meet up, meet up with the meet up with the resistance fighters. Um, really cool characters here. We get like Solomon, who's like this laser eye guy. You get this little um uh what what would you call that? Amoeba guy that's like, you're drinking me. Do you have holes? Holes, holes. Uh, I, how many holes do you have? <laughs> so whenever this part of the that guy about the holes and then the thing about drinking the ooze, I think is what she says. Um, Drink uh, the ooze. Yes. Drink the ooze. The, I was getting like super strong Rick and Morty vibes. I don't know if you, you've watched much Rick and Morty, but Very. just kind of that um, silly sense of humor and even like the, just like the art direction, the way the characters looked and, you know, something about like a, a blobby looking weird alien creature talking like a super laid back dude is just very Rick and Morty. Uh, turns out our screenwriter with Mr. Jeff Loveness is a writer on Rick and Morty for several seasons oh. and a producer. So I think it is extremely obvious um, or at least I'm not surprised. There's so much shared that creative DNA between the two. Way to connect the dots uh, there, Mr. Yeah, of... Detective Pikachu. Um, yeah, I, I totally got that too. In fact, I wouldn't have been shocked if that little squiggly guy was voiced by Justin Roiland had he not been uh, canceled. canceled. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, real quick, like my, my favorite joke in this movie was just a real quick gag where they're like, Oh, you know, go into the building and all the buildings are moving and they're like, Your buildings are alive and they're like, Yours are dead. <laughs> and uh that... also very Rick and Morty, like going yeah. into like, yeah. a... like the guy like he was just shocked. In this world buildings are alive. Oh, yeah. Yours are dead? Oh I've been watching Futurama and they make a lot of jokes about that kind of stuff as well, where um they'll they'll like Fry will freak out about something, and they're like, "Calm down, it's normal." And then they'll he'll talk about something in the past, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> it's just goofy. My biggest question about the about the ant movie is: Do they refer to the ants? What gender are the ants referred to? I don't believe that they are gendered. At least not that I can ants. recall. They're just the, they're just ants. He my might ants the ants my ants. I think he he refers to them lovingly, like he's like, yeah, they're they're my ants." I like ants. I like he repeatedly says in this movie, I like ants. I gotta know why you asked though. 
Because, so I remember watching the first movie and they referred to like one of them as like a male aunt. And Anthony. Yeah. An yeah. Um, and most of the, mo as in most youth social organizations, uh, the majority of the ants are, of the beings are female. Are, was Anthony a flying ant though? Because he could have been a, a late king. But females can also get flying. Right, but that would a be giant. it would be plausible that Anthony was a male if he had wings because he could have been a king. There's not, not long really for this world. Such is a there thing a way an to king. visually identify uh, what sex an ant is? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So it would it would be stuff like you'd have to look at how many segments there are on the gaster. Uh, how many Abdomen. segments there are on the antenna and um, like things like that. But, and then depending on the species, uh, they're usually sexually dimorphic there as well. So for example, I'm just going to go back to honeybees cause I know bees, uh, honeybee males, their eyes are huge. Like their eyes take up their whole he freaking head um, and usually almost always meet in the middle. So, and then they're also like just chonkier. Um, uh very quick Google I'm on some Marvel Cinematic Universe wiki. Scott Lang used male pronouns to refer to Anthony, who is female. So someone's done the work apparently yeah, to identify go. that Anthony. And it stands to reason because especially in the that first movie, Scott Lang would not have known much about ants anyway. I'm so glad that we got through this whatever this part of the show is where we 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 the, the part about Ant Man that we're really digging into is the the gender ratio of yeah. you social insects. It's it hurts my heart every time I see someone refer to a honeybee as a male. Oh right, because what just... only males can do all the work? No, I mean, the like, no, the, the, the just not the accurate. Patriarchy at play. We just assume. Yep, he's right. Uh, and that's all the it's all the women. So after Scott and Cassie meet up with the rebels, the camp is, you know, quickly raided and they're captured by Kang's forces. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Janet, Henry, and uh, God, Evangeline Lilly, uh, <laughs> they make their way to one of the few, like, you know, quote unquote, like free. It's very Star Warsian cantina style deserty looking city with all kinds of crazy like they even say like oh god that guy looks like a head of broccoli um they drink some ooze they can talk she summons in her old buddy bill murray who appears to be one of the uh he he, he looks like what are they called i, I forget because there's they've had like two or three of them in in the mcu so far um the collector what does bill one. murray look like the collector's one of them Collector's one of them. Yeah, oh. from Guardian. Uh, collector, the collector's one. Uh, 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 help me, Thor Ragnarok had one. Elder, he's an elder. Shoot, Jurassic Park man. Why is my brain going insane? He's one of the elders of the universe. A group of ancient and powerful extraterrestrials <sighs> that arose following the formation of all things. A celestial? Jeff Goldblum is one in Thor Ragnarok. Thank you, Google. A celestial. They're not celestials, no. Because those are like the giant, like, fuck you, 
cosmic beings from like Eternals. I don't know what you're talking about, so unfortunately, I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's an they're an elder. They're they're a specific um, grandmaster. Grandmaster is the name of uh, Jeff Goldblum's dude in Thor Ragnarok. Ego, the Grandmaster, the Collector, and Burry, Odin's grandfather, were all renegade celestials. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't sound quite right. Let's just take 20 more minutes to figure this out. Okay. Everyone. This is, this is important. <laughs> Regardless, they're all from, like, you know, Benicio Del Toro, Jeff Goldblum, and Bill Murray are of this, like, same race of, like, eat like strangely old, weird, quirky beings that just come into power in pockets of the universe. Um, at least that's what I gathered from Bill Murray. That's what I immediately assumed from him. They're the uh, elders. Uh, but naturally, of course, Bill Murray has switched sides and they all get captured. Well, do they get captured? I don't remember. Oh, no, they make the, they escape. Um, and they all meet up at uh, the super quantum space-time engine that Janet had previously, like 30 or however many years ago, blew up uh, with uh, some pin particles. And um, Ant-Man, Steve Lang, has agreed in exchange for Cassie's Scott Lang. safety. What did I say? Steve. Steve. Steve Lang. Steve. If ants, if ants Captain... are so smart, what's with the death spiral thing? I don't understand what you do. We don't understand. Really? It's like a mystery? Like how it's a mystery to get a, out of that? Yeah. You ever seen videos of this, Brett, where like ants get caught in a circle following each other? They follow each other in a circle around a around well, until they die, and it's usually around something that's already dead. So it looks like they're just worshiping it. But yeah, they just get stuck in a pheromone trail. Uh no, I was not uh, no one not aware of that. Mr. Ant didn't know about that. Um Uh but yeah, so the the two groups convene on this like super quantum engine. Scott dives in. Uh, Evangeline Lily dives in. Someday I'll remember her name. And Hope. Hope, thank you. Thank you, Chris. 20 minutes later. Uh, they they go in there. Some wacky shit happens. They retrieve the engine. And Kang, you know, we're, we're, we're zipping through now. Kang is ready to uh, escape, basically. Um, but not without uh, a fight. Um, Lang is pissed that he didn't follow through on his deal to give Cassie back. So as Giant Man is just wait, wreaking havoc through the city and the rebels rise up. And this whole thing is a treat here. This whole just Giant Man just smashing buildings and wrecking stuff and the rebels fighting back. Um, Chris, to steal a page from Best of the Rest, what was your favorite scene of this movie? Because that's basically the gist of it, right? The good guys win. Everybody gets to go home. The bad guys lose. And then we get some mid-credits and end-credits scenes. But uh, what was your favorite part of the movie here? I, do, I didn't want to like go into too far depth here. It's not so much of a spoiler if you're listening and seeing it to know that the good guys are probably going to come out on top at the end. Right? Yeah. It, I've seen a lot of people complain. Are we spoiling? We're spoiling, right? That's fine. Yeah, I don't give a yeah, shit. No. If you don't uh... want to be spoiled on like specific specifics, uh, fast forward 30 seconds and then... All I was going to say is the good guys win pretty definitively, and a lot of people were expecting Kang to, like, kill someone, just want to make it out of it. But, like, at the end of the movie, all the good guys are totally fine, safe here in the normal world, and it's a, it's a pretty happy ending, which is fine. I'm not complaining, but a lot of people uh, were not expecting that. Uh, favorite scene? This is going to sound a little backhanded, but, like, a lot of this movie really runs together for me because, like, once you're in the quantum realm, everything kind of looks 
the same. Um, not really a bad thing, but it does make it a little hard to kind of uh parse out the scenes. Um, I'll throw one out there though. I like when they first, uh, whenever Scott Lang and his daughter meet up with like the rebel group, and then they get attacked by Kang's people, and you get like this mini battle down mm-hmm. there. Um, that's like a like a like an actual like like a war scene. Yeah, and uh, I like these characters a lot. Uh, I I do not know their names. I have not looked it up, but they're they're the... very much reminiscent of like Thor's like um posse of of like weirdo interstellar yeah, that, folks. Yeah. Like they very much very much remind me of um oh shoot what's that rock guy's name Korg Korg yeah Korg uh, and, like, the, and the grub. I like the woman that's like the leader, and then I like uh, Chidi oh, from the Good Place, uh, who is uh, like telepathic and can read people's minds. Oh, that um, was him! I didn't uh, realize that it, was him. I didn't put two and two together, but I have seen. It is him. It's a great character, and I'm sad because I don't think we'll see him again, just by nature of him being, you know, down in the there in the quantum realm. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, but uh, really, I don't really know cool her character. name either. But oh my gosh, she made me tingly. Um, she was attractive. Very, uh, and she could step on me anytime. Uh, my favorite, but she's I th- tiny. I think was the reveal. I don't know if this was in trailers because I avoid Marvel. I'll watch the first Marvel trailer that comes oh, out. Oh, I know movie, what you're gonna say. And then I avoid everything after that, so I don't know if it's in trailers. And I'm not gonna say it on the show. Um, my favorite scene involves the reveal of a, a returning character from the. First you're not gonna scene. say it on the show. We can't talk about this because this is like a huge. Okay, fast forward, fast forward, (laughs) (laughs) fast forward, uh, forty-five minutes because that's how long. I like how I said fast forward thirty seconds, and then they're gonna fast forward thirty seconds, and then we're gonna say okay, fast forward another minute. Uh, no, so uh, Darren, who is originally a yellow jacket in the first movie, that great fight scene in Cassie's bedroom with the little train and all that stuff. Uh, he's alive. Um. Kinda, he's fucked up in this in the quantum realm. Uh, as a giant-headed, small, baby-armed man, and he's kind of unhinged. And they transformed Kang transformed him into a machine-only designed. Uh, dude, I lost it. For killing, uh, mechanized organism designed only for killing. There you go, Modok. Modok is in this movie. I was shocked. Uh, oh. So you hear Bill Murray say it like the full name, the mechanized organism, yeah. and like if you know, you know. And I hear I it, I'm like he just referenced Modok. Like, we're not gonna see Modok. I did That's too. Like an Easter egg. I did and too. then I don't know if you have the same like layers as it gets revealed. He flies up, and it's a it's a big head with little legs, but like they go, he's got they like go a, for it, don't they? He's got like a metal face. So at first I'm like, ah, oh, they're they're kind of they're giving it to us, but they're doing the thing that Marvel does sometimes, where they make it like slightly more realistic and less silly. And then he pulls the 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 metal mask off, and you it's Modok. It's just a giant goofy ass face. They went it's, like all the way with it, and I could not be more happy about it. Just a giant massive head, and they the way they explained it tracks. Like he got. He got screwed up at the end of first Ant-Man, like when he was like shrinking and stuff. And that's what ended up happening. His whole body like shrank disproportionate to the rest of it. So he was left with a gigantic, massive head, little baby arms and legs, a little butt, little butt, little butt. And he's a dick. Uh, That's a joke from the movie. But this guy goes from being a sinister villain from the first movie to being borderline the comic relief of the movie. 
uh like he's definitely very brutal and he's violent like he wants to kill people he has no qualms about killing people but at the same time he's just also just so stupid and doofy as this lackey for kang that he just makes you laugh when he's on the screen and i loved him i loved another very rick and morty thing the whole you know it's never too late to stop being a dick like that is yeah such a rick and morty joke but uh whenever he's they go back and they use the word dick like 10 times in the exchange but whenever she's like you don't be a dick and he's like it's too late look at me i'm I'm such a dick (laughs) the delivery as as he's like laying there uh and kind of whispers i'm such a dick is uh is very good i really enjoyed seeing more and you know it's never too late to stop being a dick that's true that's true good advice uh any final can i hey can i say something about ant-man yeah please saving the world that's a bunch of that's a bunch of bullshit right Listen, what he does that man do in Endgame? He helped. Like, a rat accidentally brings him back, and he says, hey, guys, what if we, like, time traveled? And Tony Stark's like, no, that's stupid. And then Tony thinks about it, and then Tony Stark invents a way to time travel. Ant-Man didn't do anything. He, just, like, suggested the idea of time travel. He Because Tony Stark had never thought. What did he do? He Tony Stark does it all by himself at his house. I think he deserves some credit for helping because it's not for having just, the idea to travel it, it, through time. Not just that, but in the ensuing battles that took place therein, that he was an active participant. He was one in. of many people. They one of many won it without him. All of those people deserve credit for saving the world. Yes, I just think his part in it is overblown because he doesn't mm-hmm. actually in contribute mind. in any way to travel through time and bring people back. Maybe that's hinted a little bit there because the coffee owner is like, thank you, Spider-Man. He's just another, yeah, and, just another. And then hero. when he goes, oh, you're the other bug guy, that'll be $20. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a good joke. You know, charges him joke. later, yeah. I feel so. like if Stan Lee was still alive, that would have been his part in the movie. Oh, 100%. 100%. Rest in power, Stan Lee. I mean, I just feel like with all of the marble movies anyways they're like you said they're gonna they're gonna win the bad guys are gonna lose blah 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 like that's I mean, just what's gonna happen anymore. that's the pro okay that was the problem is that i loved that movie and i loved the end of that movie and i was like wow Great. they did it they finally killed a bunch of people and then <laughs> Endgame happened. Well, you knew what was going to happen. I didn't want it to happen. I was like, let them be gone. Let them be gone. The ones that die in Endgame so far have stayed gone, to be fair. They're going to come back. I think Vision is is dead, but he kind of comes back, sort of, for a a TV show. They don't let people die. It's not really him, but... I don't um, see Scarlett Johansson coming back, and I I don't see... uh, um, Robert Downey Jr. coming back. That's two pretty big deaths. I, there. I don't either. I don't. I don't see Captain America. He, he didn't die, but I don't see him coming back either. No, you got you got Falcon, him, Captain America. Yeah. You got yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Widow's sister being the new Black. They got kind of replaced by like you know legacy characters, whatever. But oh. those characters that we watched for however many years are, are gone. Pugh, another one of those. Step on me, mommy, please. Uh, always horny on main. Uh, always from my from my tarsal claws all the way to my uh pronotum what mm-hmm did that did that do it for you <laughs> i just said random ant parts That's basically you just said like from your 
Pete's to your shoulder is what you just said, basically. Yeah, from my feet all the way to my shoulder. From your tarsal, which tarsal claw, though? Are you talking about your yeah. hind, hind, mid, or four tarsal claws? From, from the uh, the tarsus there in the tibia. Yeah, which one? His, his head's not part corny, of my leg. From his shoulders to feet. Yeah, corny correct. My fun my funiculus is only about fun. Uh, no horniness whatsoever. Funiculus? What is? It's part of the antenna. God, get it together. See, this is why I I'm think an entomologist you, now. I think you mean funical, but okay, let's. It's super fun. Look, uh, <laughs> this movie, like during this final battle, it's of note. Um, the ants that got sucked into the uh, quantum realm at the very beginning. We don't see them much until towards the end. Uh, they're in the quantum realm, and they are much bigger in relative to human. Like they are huge, like com like quantum realm. Everything is small, but compared to like people size, they're gigantic in this realm. And they go through a uh, time differently, and mm -hmm. uh, I think live generations after generations. Yeah, and develop I think their own society. Didn't so he say like they're really intelligent of years at the end? or something yeah. like that? Yeah, they it shows them building cities, and they are like augmented with like cyberpunk tech like they're really cool looking yeah, their majors cool. are like towering behemoths that just crush buildings and stuff uh and they just when kang is pissed off and just laying waste to fools like he literally can just shoot a beam at somebody and they just evaporate um it's really sad poor solomon i'm so sad uh, he needed more screen time but uh the ants show up in force to conquer the day Mm -hmm. And they just seemingly rip him limb from limb. They just kind of carry him away. And then, of course, they do the classic thing like, aha, I'm not actually dead. One more. Let's have one more fight. Um, Got to see brain matter. Guys ultimately win. But uh, yeah. Any any more to say about this before we continue, before we take a quick break? It was fun. I liked it. Like I said, the reviews are kind of bad. A lot of the word on mouth online is kind of bad. I'm not saying if you don't like it, you're wrong, but I don't understand why someone would not like this movie specifically, but like like the other MCU. It's 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 I kind think, of par for the course as far as MCU is. I think MCU. some of that is Marvel fatigue and comic yeah. fatigue in general, and people just finding a weaker entry in the Marvel series so that they can just shred it. Yeah, maybe. Like just like the way they did with the Turtles. Like it seems like I don't understand people that are like. Oh, no, Turtles was just bad. <laughs> I, I like the Turtles, but... It, it, so I, I uh, just... I don't understand people that are just like, oh, they need to stop making those. Like, why? Like, you don't enjoy them, don't watch them. I still right. enjoy them, let me watch them. Let me throw this. This is my favorite thing about this movie. Uh, it's all a self-contained story. Every scene that you see is about this specific story being told. Because... Hughes Black Panther 2 is an example. I like the movie, but there are entire parts of that movie that are only there to set up future shit, and it's got no effect on the movie itself. All of uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' scenes are completely pointless. It's just setting up some other TV show or movie or whatever, um, and it really bloats the movie and slows the pace. But Ant-Man had none of that. It was all focused on story being told. Way so. better than Black Panther 2, and Black Panther Thumbs 2 up. I thought was a hit critically from what I saw. It did pretty um, well, yeah. I didn't really like it, if I'm being honest with you. It's probably my second least favorite of the Marvel movies. Um, wow. It, I mean, Namor was pretty cool. I liked Namor it, a lot. Uh, 
I like the it, core story there. All the extra shit kind of bogged I it down. I respect that they yeah. went for it with the wing feet, but I just could not take it seriously whatsoever. And then Atlantis looks like a shithole. Like, I'm supposed to be in awe of <laughs> underwater civilization. But I thought it looked awful. cool. I, I did. I really liked bad. those. I really liked those people. And Namor was chef's kiss he he could step on me that's fair I, i'm not get discounting it. that i <laughs> like that they went <laughs> like ancient aztecian mayan sort of like lost civilization atlantis type stuff for for namor i like that part it's just hard it was hard to take it seriously with the wing feet thing and they didn't really explain they just he said they said he was a mutant which is a whole other can of worms we could do a whole oh, yeah. episode just on black panther and the and and some of the some of the small things in there like like, I, they said mutant, and in the theater, I said, "Are they allowed to say that?" <laughs> like, are we are we really doing this now? Are we are we bringing bringing mutants in? Um, but yeah. So, uh, Cody, what did you think about the movie you didn't see? And we'll take a break. Yeah, I, I recommend it. There are ants in it. Yeah, and with that, we will take a quick break, and when we are, come back, we will subject. Uh, we we will gas Chris. Uh, he'll forget this entire conversation, mm -hmm. and we'll load him into the pod, and we'll shoot him into the simulation. <laughs> Do what? Yep. 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 No take-backsies. Alexa, you're your only reason for not waking up on time. Here's the test subject. We fired the testing pods into the, the simulation, Cody. Uh, we got Chris Logan all bagged up nice and neat. We shaved his, him from stern to whatever the opposite of stern is. Uh, Turgo. Stem? Turgo? What? So the stern, never mind. Um, from, I believe from, it's the bow of the ship. From funicular to tarsal claw, um, <laughs> we've shaved this man. Uh, and just for funsies, we brought out our, our regular test subject, uh, Clayton, uh, who neither of which can hear us. Uh, Chris, play, you woke up just surrounded by rubble of your pods. They're They're shattered. Uh, you're, you're, you, you climb out of your craters. You're very, you're, you're both together, weirdly enough. Um, wow. yeah, I know this is a first, uh, and you, and you look around, um, and you see not much to be honest. It's very dim lighting. Like this is, it's dark. Uh, you can very, very clearly see that it's just bare earth and dirt under your feet what little you can see around you appears to be just more earth and the tangle of root and whatnot. Uh, what would you all like to do? Chris, let's start with you. Well, I, I got to gather my resources. I got to see what's around. Do I have anything in my pockets? Do I have pockets? Anything in these broken pods? Can I search them for anything useful? Source of light? Uh, weapon, if I need that. Uh, you actually don't find anything of use. It's just unusable scrap, unfortunately. Uh, in your pockets, you likewise, you don't find anything. Uh, you do see uh, Clayton Cisco. I apologize for calling you multiple different names all the time, but it just is what it is at this point, Clay. Uh, you do see him, however. Clay, what do you want to do? Just don't call me Shirley. 
Anyways, um, <laughs> it's never too late for a Leslie Nielsen gag. <laughs> Not on this show. Uh, let's see here. Um, where the hell are we? And why the fuck am I out here again? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. And who the hell are you? <laughs> I'm going. Okay, so I don't. So what's this area we? Where, <laughs> where, where do we look at? Where like where like where are we? What's this area we look? We're at looking around. Like a- after a brief introductory period where you and Chris uh, talk to each other about each other's life, uh, hopes, dreams, uh, family. Uh, I remember nothing, high, and I smell gas. High school partner. Yeah. <laughs> um, after you get to know each other, you, you decide to band together uh, in this predicament you find yourselves in. Um, and Clay, around you, like I said, you don't see nothing but a bunch of dirt. There's two directions. You could walk in either one. You can't see the end of whatever this weird, odd earthen chamber is that you're in. It's so weird. Though there's nothing around us but only two directions to walk in. You think it would be infinite number of directions. What weird. Well, it's not a probability world. engine. Cut, cut, cut the simulation some slack <laughs> here. You, you get you get used to it. The, the two the two the people running this the, the I think they're running on like a three eighty six process. It's fine. Uh, you Anyways. hear a slight <laughs> rumble in the distance, but you can't discern direction. It just feels like you feel it through the ground. We feel we feel shit. Okay, let's let's pick a fucking direction to go. This which storm. which way would you like to go? I'm gonna pull out the map. <laughs> okay, so it, uh, eagle-eared listeners will remember from the Red Wedding Game of Thrones episode that uh, you and Nick escaped with a couple items. You specifically had the map on you. Uh, you're gonna go ahead and read that map, and it's going to display to you. Uh, it's going to show you a network of paths and chambers, but that's it. It looks like if you can imagine, I literally like what, what did I just say? You, do you know what a network of chambers and paths are? Like, that's all it looks like. Crisscrossing, applesauce and all over the place. Okay. Let's, it does not appear like, uh, man no exit no way off the map nothing it doesn't seem like like a labyrinth or like it seems very labyrinthian uh but it doesn't seem like hard angles right you don't see buildings on the map you don't see anything of that of that sort um you do see that it does stop at the top of the map and you do see a little red dot that says you are here with an arrow pointing at it and you're all the way on the bottom all right, let's go. Cody, unmute top. yourself so we can hear your lovely laughs. <clears throat> I just don't want to be annoying with my laughs. No, you, I need you to laugh at my badness. <laughs> my, how terrible. All right, I let's am. go towards the top. I feel like that. I think that's the best oh, way to get to the bottom of the situation. Oh, you think you could just get to the top just by saying it? Okay, let's see how that works out for you. Not Anyways. 20. <laughs> Not 20. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, Cody, did Which you roll spell? for them or did you want to go with what I rolled? No, what did you roll? I rolled a skull card. That's a that's a that's a wait, 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 Cody, what'd you roll? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't roll. Here, I'll roll for yeah, you. She didn't fine. No, he's I rolled, he's I rolled for Clay, you roll for Chris. Okay, here we go. Eleven. Okay. Uh Chris, 
you feel the slight rumblings in the ground again. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, you cannot discern direction. Uh, play, you also likewise, you feel the same thing, only you can see very clearly in one direction a huge outline of something, and it seems like it's coming towards you guys. All right, let's go the fucking opposite direction, whatever that is. Go. <laughs> Follow uh, me. So I so I take it let's you go. both are, are running in that direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Away from the giant fucking thing, yes. Away from the giant <clears throat> fucking thing. Cody, do you want to give me a roll? Tell me what the number is. 13. 13. You come to a dimly lit corridor. Uh, again, this corridor is very much like the one you were just previously in, only this one branches. You can choose a direction, either left or right. What is it lit by? It. You know what? Dark vision. Dark vision. Uh, 30, 20, 20, 30 foot dark vision. Whatever standard. Okay. 5e. Okay. Uh, 35. Thank, um, you. Thank you, Clay. <laughs> the D&D &D nerd here. Um, um, which way was what was on the map would have made the most logical sense to get to the top? Uh, neither way seems particularly fast. You could probably go either. Um, with okay. a similar outcome. Left, uh, Chris, left or right? Left sounds good to me. All right, let's okay. go uh, to the left. Let's do this shit. Uh, you, you eventually pour out into a new chamber here. Uh, you see as far as the eye can see piles and um, piles of what appear to be um, cases. Just cases? Cases of like white oval shaped uh cylinderic cases. God damn it. What would you like to do? I know what we're fucking in. Took you long enough. <laughs> I knew what we were uh, in as soon as we started the episode. <laughs> yeah. Enlighten, enlighten me, the dude hey, by your side. Where no metagaming. <laughs> no, I just realized the fuck weird because I know because I know these I know this so be by any chance, were you on a podcast by ants? <laughs> Me? Was yes. A podcast about, uh, yeah, that's like the last thing I remember. Yeah, they kidnapped you. We're in a fucking ant podcast. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a fucking ant hill. Uh, you start noticing around you the, <laughs> the brood pile ever so slightly. Occasionally, you see one of them twitch. We're in an ant podcast. <laughs> We're in a fucking ant hill. You are an ant podcast. <laughs> and this is a bad. Is a bad thing. We don't want to be around ants. Ants are bad. Is that? Is that? What uh, well, we're we're the size of food. It's probably a bad fucking idea. Unless you got a, mm. unless you got a can of raid in your pocket, that's probably a bad you fucking idea. Don't be around their babies. Can't can't uh, man um, my way out of this and control them, ride them, use them. Um, no possibility of that. These I mean, are the brood. This is the brood pile. I don't know what you are thinking you're going to do with them while they're just kind of in this state. Uh, well, you, I, know, you get the pheromones, make a circle. This thing get, called a death get spiral. Get the pheromones. About it recently. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cody, I need a present card. Okay. Did he do that? I, I He's rolled. doing pheromones? Uh, no, well, no. We'll see I'm now. just weighing my options here. We oh. can't see those because of your green screen. I'm so sorry. I'm uh, turning it off. You guys are gonna. But you're so small, honey. I shrunk the Cody. 
Now they're just blurry. <laughs> there we go. Want? Which one do you want? Chris, Who? Chris, which one? Uh, do you want? I like I like the letters. So let's die. LD. The LD <laughs> GIF. Is it a if it's a Cody one? I swear to God, Cody. No, I took all of them out because I don't. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you could just say those are Brett ones. Oh no, Brett. I think Brett's choice is already in there. No. Uh, but uh, you have a friendly bee. Oh, okay. Oh, look at uh, that guy. Lucky. So before we get to this, uh, you start to see emerging from the shadows worker ants, uh, easily like five times your size. They're gigantic. Uh, in case you guys weren't aware, you've been shrunk and put into an ant farm. Um, Interesting. These worker ants are carefully inspecting the brood, turning them over, incubating them, making sure the little babies are doing the can. They notice you pretty quickly. An intruder is in the nest, and they're about to sound the alarm. But luckily for you, a friendly bee bursts through the ceiling. Hell yeah, bee. Uh, when it, as it does so... Uh, some entangled roots fall down, uh, and very easily you could climb up this should you choose. Oh, so the bee itself, I can't get in contact with it. I can't. You could try. What it's kind of bee. bee is it? it? It's a fucking bee. It's not like, hi guys, it's me, Beington the third. No, oh, yeah, he looks... funny. I get look. Just if look I'm, at him. If my I mean, proportions are correct, <laughs> and I'm like the size of a piece of pollen, it can hit your right. Yeah, on yeah, hit your right on the bee and just fly all the way up out of the other fucking nest. You oh, can yeah, try. That's what I want to do. You can try. All right. I'm uh, trying to hit your right on the bee's leg. Cody, would you please roll for Chris? I will roll for Clay. Roll for Clay. I mean, what kind of bee is this? It's a, a friendly bee. bee I mean, it looks like a bumblebee. The but like which? Because if it was a well, this doesn't look like a bumblebee. If it's a bumblebee, they won't have a lot of leg hair because they have a corbicula, not oh. scopal pollen hairs. Um, and then if it's a different, so if it's a hylaeus, they're not very hairy at all. So like, it's I just a, don't know. <laughs> all right, Cody. What what kind of bee? What kind of fucking bee is it, Cody? <laughs> We can you say that it's a Melisodes. <laughs> All right, it's a ten. This is your choice, Cody. Do you want to allow Chris to grab hold, make purchase upon the baby bee boy? Well, baby bee girl, excuse me. Thank you, because the boys would have would not have leg pollen, leg hair pollen stuff. Um, yeah, you can do it. Okay, Clay got an eighteen, unfortunately. Uh, so you both <laughs> take a running start. You start to go up the roots, and then you leap from your root footholds and grab hold of the bee. The bee doesn't seem to notice that it has a couple of hanger-oners. Uh, unfortunately, its presence this deep in the ant nest is kind of bizarre. Uh, and all of the ants are freaking the fuck out. The alarm has is blaring. Womp, womp, womp. And you, that light rumbling that you occasionally heard has turned into full-on tremor mode. They are en route, let's just say the least. But the bee uh, is begun to fly upwards through several other corridors and chambers, taking you up through several lev levels uh, before at a certain point. Wait for it. What'd you get, Cody? Nine. Mm. At a certain point, a... Huge, and I mean huge. This thing is like the size of like a three-story house. A major comes out of nowhere and decapitates the bee, killing it uh, and sending you two flying. 
you slide down through a system of uh, slidey bits and promptly find yourselves in a fungal growth chamber. What would you like to do? Fungal growth chamber. Sure mm -hmm. does not smell great in No, here. the ants well, have been dragging in organic material, mostly plants, uh, leaves, leaves, leaves. I'd make like a tree and just leaf at the fuck out of here. Uh <laughs> And they, which from which they grow fungus and 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 create food for the colony, and this is where you guys are. Uh, okay, luckily for you, great. the workers that tend this farm have been in full alert, and they are en route to where you previously were. Uh, you're not currently noticed. So okay. Clay, what would you like to do? Okay. Um... <clears throat> I I am going to use my ant knowledge. I have ant knowledge. Do you? Let's find out if you do. I actually have lots of ant knowledge because I watch Ants Canada. Anyways. Hey, I watch Ants Canada too. That's right. <laughs> you, know you, know, you know what? Disregard the role. Cody, give him a present card. <laughs> okay. Let me pull. I want different present cards. Um, <laughs> Just because I watch Ants Canada. <laughs> it's so okay. obscure. Let's do the green and orange one. This one? Yeah. You found an armed bear trap. Uh, <laughs> weirdly enough... And it has <laughs> fallen. It, weirdly enough, you in within the fungal growth chamber, you see an armed bear trap. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's how they're size? defending their fungus. <laughs> it, so proportionately, it, it's, it's the size to trap an ant? I, bear. Yeah. An well, ant bear. A bear ant. <laughs> so the ant's not wearing any clothes. No, they can of trap not. a bear ant. Well, some of them might. You don't know yet. With their you bare hands. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to look at my. I'm going to pull my map out. Okay. And I'm going to look to see roughly. I'm going to look at like now that I know I'm in an ants in an ant nest in an ant hill. I'm going to look and see where we are compared to the out to where i would where i believe the exit is and i'm going to see where the room that is farthest away from everything else is because i'm guessing that would be the a, a the toilet and their and or graveyard uh the that would actually well okay um so you look on the map and you see that the bee had transported you <clears throat> roughly halfway through the entirety of the nest so that's great um you're kind of, if you look on the map, you're kind of on like the left side of it. The bee was kind of taking you up toward, like through like the middle, if you can imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to be able to tell from the map where their waste area would be. Typically, that's outside of the nest. They tend to, to drag their dead further away from the nest to deposit them, as well as like food, various indigestible food waste. Mm -hmm. uh, but you wouldn't be able to tell which chamber is for what purpose from the map you could tell that there are there is one across from you guys on the map but you would have to go back to where a massive major is chomping on a bee corpse okay you can't tell size of the rooms i mean it's a map it's not a one for one is a is a map of a mall a one for one yes yeah i don't want to talk to either of you for the rest <laughs> of the show. no um, i was just i was just thinking the fact that it would be I figured because most of like from all the ones I've ever seen, the you know it's kind of off, off away from everything else. Off, oh, you see a chamber on the map, off and away from the rest of them. 
that is much, much larger than the rest. It's okay. easily triple the size. But also, I, I, this isn't my game. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but also gonna, what? But also I was just going to say, if it's bigger, it's also likely to have more ants in it. But if it's you the but if it's the graveyard, they normally don't hang around it. It's the Maybe thing. Not. They don't usually have a graveyard in there in the colony. In the, They'll yeah, take it out. They, yeah. Uh, are you thinking of trying to create like ant armor? Well, no. I was thinking Hidden about covering armor. ourselves in dead ants and walking out because Ooh, they will, we will hide ourselves I mean, in it's dead certainly ants. Worth so actually, the cuticular hydrocarbons that. Uh, allow ants to recognize each other go pretty quick after oh, they die. Harry, you're still alive! Oh! <laughs> Ellen! Oh! I can't no, those, those are gone within, the cuticular hydrocarbons go within like a day, That's... half a day, so they don't recognize okay. that wouldn't be a thing. You'd have okay. to do it with a, a very recently deceased ant. Well, okay. if we got a bear trap, can we kill an ant? I mean, Hide in its carcass and get drug out by the living ants. I mean, so I mean, that's what not you guys a bad do? fucking idea. That would work. What do you guys want to do? Also, uh, also, is there a uh, is by any chance in this uh, in this mushroom farm they have going? Is there happen to be a certain West African mushroom growing? I don't know what you're talking about, but no, it's just a fungus. Fungus well, this garden. Is a I'm, th I'm thinking about the zombie fungus that cordyceps no this is not cordyceps absolutely not that's a that's a that's a thing for another show okay, unless we um, draw a card okay well what we can do is we roughly know how big these fuckers are mm -hmm. we can hang the spare trap at head level yes in the doorway going into this into this thing yeah they will walk into it I think as soon as they're done investigating where we were, this is a room they frequent, so so someone will surely come around soon. Uh, or I'm willing to like be live bait and then run back into this room. Slide I like under that the trap, idea. I like that and idea. Walk into the trap. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to okay. risk it all. Okay. I and I could I'll set up the trap like at head height, Perfect. so it will just snip off their head. Then we can climb into their corpse. Love it. We'll just ignore the fact that you guys didn't decide to explore the room at all. Uh, your plan weirdly succeeds. Uh, Chris, you go out to where the major <laughs> crunched on a bee, and instead of seeing a major hovering over like a dead bee body, you do see the bee body, uh, but instead there's a second bee holding it and weeping. Um, Reginald! Yeah, uh, but it's not long before you are in fact noticed by uh some ants um and they're hot on your tail uh you what are you gonna do well I, i'm gonna haul ass i'm a tom cruise run down this corridor uh to where the trap is set up mm -hmm. baseball slide underneath the trap okay <laughs> oh, cody, cody what did you get you haul ass you're running you're the fastest in the west you know like you just are you're making good time outrun you're, those ants yeah. you're outrun outrunning the crap out of those ants and really the biggest thing in your mind is man i wish that someone was filming me right now because this would be dope like this would be <laughs> a really cool thing uh you then try 
and dive over the um over the <laughs> over the bear trap. Under the bear trap. The bear trap was hung. Oh, under the underneath it. Under the bear trap. But as you're doing that, you kind of wildly like fling your arm back. No. Oh god. Because you trip. Oh. And uh, it closes on your forearm. Mm. Ouch. Ruined the trap we have set up. I would also like to point out that the ant that chased you back into the fungal growth chamber. Uh, yeah, upon closer inspection as it enters the room, it's not an ant. It looks like an ant, but it's actually an ant mimic spider. Uh, a specific oh, no. type of spider that mimics an ant and pretends to fit in with the colony. Um, yeah, you got a giant spider on your hands here. Uh, what would you guys mm. like to do? Mm, die. <laughs> but they're so cute. Uh-uh. They are very cute. Clay? What would this you like is to do? My worst nightmare. <laughs> um, fuck. Okay. Um, well, he's fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> Proper fucked. Well, I can't get to him, and he's trapped by he's trapped in a fucking bear trap. I mean, I mean, if you pull hard enough, I can leave my arm here. They, uh, maybe it'll sever. Could you un unspring it? Hang on. Yeah. What do you want to do, Clay? Tell me now. I guess I'm gonna try to save him. Okay. I'm gonna be heroic. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Uh, you manage to um, uh, pull hard enough to yank the trap free from where it was hanging. Uh, I mean, his arm is still stuck in it, but at least he's free. Uh, after a quick glance around, you do see there is a way to leave the fungal growth chamber other than the one that you came. Uh, what would you like to do, Chris? Call ass. Uh, yeah, I guess we, I guess we gotta get out of here. We got the spider on our on our tail. This trap would take too long to try to remove my arm and set up again. We gotta move, so let's go. Let's check out. Cody, this other can entrance. you roll for me, please? Eighteen. Eighteen. Right. Uh, can you draw a a a, a gift card? <laughs> oh, these all look the same. By the way, when you leave the fungal growth chamber, it opens up into just uh, another corridor. It looks like any of the other ones. Uh, the spider is in pursuit. Uh, Who is this for? Cisco? Or, I'm sorry. Uh, Chris, go ahead and pick one for us here. I'll go with polka dots. Polka dots. She wore in. <laughs> it was an ant that wore an itsy, weeny, teeny, peeny, yellow polka dot bikini. That she wore for the first time today. And you got sure grip. Sure grip. That would have come in handy uh, a little bit earlier. So next time you need to hold this on to something. bear trap has sure grip on my fucking arm. Yeah. You <laughs> well, could he grip. use sure grip to get it off? Yeah. Why not? Mid-chase? Okay. Sure, All right. We're, we're in a corridor. Uh, let's get this thing off of my arm okay. and set it here in the corridor. So we can keep going, and the spider can get caught up in this bear trap, and we can mm, get out. Do of you here. have time for that? Let's see if we got time for that. Damn it! All right, so you the, have time the for act that. of getting it off my arm and setting it is the same act. But right, I need to. You're okay. So you've done that, um, and I will say that you're still bleeding. Um, sure. And the spider uh, comes through the corridor after you all, and 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 steps right into the trap. 
It screeches Perfect. in horrible pain. The, the poor baby. Little, the poor little baby. But at the very least, it's distracted enough so that you can continue to make an escape. Cool. Unless you guys want to fight it or something. Look, I, I'm down to one arm. It's a, If you want to fight this thing, it's already hurt. <laughs> I don't have anything, anything to fight it with. Uh, <clears throat> well, if you continue on your way, you come into a massive chamber. This would be the one from the map, the one that's bigger than all the others. I got a question before we leave this corridor. Sure, go ahead. Would If there was a dead spider, would the ants carry that body out? Yeah, it's not going to die. Actually, no, it might. Okay, let me look. Because so spiders are held together with hydrostatic pressure. Um, basically, if you like punch, pinch it, like poke it with a needle, they'll just kind of like leak out <laughs> everything. This is, this is on its leg. I want to point out, and it doesn't matter. Generate their legs when they molt. Um, they can they can even remove their own legs if they become damaged. Um, oh, okay. Then never mind. You're screwed. So, that is disgusting. So we can't kill the. It's, that is it's, disgusting. It's been slowed down, but we probably can't kill it with our bare hands. That well, you're probably leaves. safe from the spider now. However, I want to point out that the massive chamber that you've come out to, uh, every inch of this chamber seems to be moving. Uh, worker ants all over the walls and ceilings and all across the floor as far as the eye can see. And in the center of the room, you see her, the big kibosh, the queen ant herself. What do you guys want to do? They're they have slurm. They have. They, she does not make slurm. They have not <laughs> noticed you yet, but I just want to point out that they will very soon. A lot of ants coming down on their ass. Uh, you want to mm. go back towards the spider? Uh, well, I'm thinking if we can kill the spider, we can go back to our original plan of hiding within its body and getting out of mm. here. I mean, uh, or, I mean, I have learned a thing or two from the Red Wedding. You kill the royalty, everything else falls around. <laughs> I mean, we're unarmed. Unless, unless, they have a, unless they have a Gammergate type of society going, then they can keep going. But, uh, <laughs> sure, what do you want to do, Clay? Come on. Lay it on me, big dog. In this in this aspect, I think we should probably take our our our. I think we should probably take our chances with the spider. To be honest mm, with you, yeah. It's one v two. It's one v two versus thousands v two. Yeah, I agree. Uh, while you're sitting here having this conversation, they've all begun to notice you, um, but they're not. They don't move towards you. They don't. They've definitely noticed you. Like they're looking at you, all of them, but they're not moving towards you at all. I don't trust them. Hmm. That's weird. I the way I see that is we still have time to I try say, to kill the spider. I but say we go think... back. Okay. I agree. Welcome, so we travelers. The queen speaks to you both. What are you doing in my queendom? We have a sentient ant. Um, do you know what a podcast is? <laughs> oh, I listen to I picked them up on my antennae. Wonderful. You've probably heard of the Pod Dogs cinematic no. auditory universe. It's very popular. One star. Uh, I like best of the rest. You've got excellent, excellent taste. I uh, bet you taste good too, sweetie. Why don't you actually, just I, a little closer? 
I don't. I really do not taste good. Let me look at you with my compound eyes. <laughs> Honestly, I just want to leave. I don't want to uh, to bother you. Um, I'm looking for a way out of here. Susan. I need medical attention. Uh, the queen calls for Sally and Susan and taps her tarsal claws together. Uh, uh, two worker ants uh, scoop both of you up uh, by your pants even and, and carry you to the queen. Um, next thing you know, you are seated at a little tiny ant table uh, and they are serving you tea. I'm okay. sorry if you had a tough time since you've been in our nest. We don't often get visitors. And what would that be bringing in earlier and all? It's been kind of an exciting day. I don't you make all... it obvious, but I'm not drinking the tea. I'm not calling attention to it, but I have not sipped any tea. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> it yeah, is I, I, not normal human tea. You're I am 100% sure. pulling the governor from Ohio and acting like I'm drinking tea. <laughs> Uh, the queen takes a, a, a sip out of her tea, like, mm, I, um, love, I love the taste because it uh, comes up from trophallaxis, don't you? Uh, Cody, do you know what trophallaxis is? Yes, I know what trophallaxis is. Yes, yes, we love bugs on this show. <laughs> um, uh, it's you know about the spider. In case what you don't, in case you guys don't know, trophallaxis is when an ant stores food and it's inside mm -hmm. of it and then shares it with others of the colony by regurgitating it. Uh, that's what your tea is made out of. Uh, oh, a spider? No, down here, impossible. Uh, check the hallway. It's got a bear trap on its foot. We did that. Uh, she, <laughs> she claps her claws, and a couple of workers leave the hallway. And her, you see her antenna wiggle waggle, um, a, and in a form of communication that clearly you two are not privy to. Uh, and she explains to you that whatever was in the hallway is no longer there. Um, they, uh, found, oh, they found okay. instead a twisted up scrap of metal and a revenge note. Um, <laughs> uh, a revenge note. Mm -hmm. What would you guys um, like to do next? Uh, you have a uh, you have an invitation uh, spider down here. A what? Uh, oh, well, uh, well, invitation uh, spider. Hang on, I gotta write that. Down. Imitation spider. His name. His name is now invitation spider. <laughs> no imitation. Imitating. I like, I like invitation. He invites you to your death. Yeah, there's an imitation spider imitation amongst you. Sp Fine. Uh, Im imitation. We have injured it. Well, thank you so much for the service to the colony. We don't wish like spiders in our midst. Mm, me neither. And much less bees, for that matter. Hey. I, I, I'm I'm injured. I'm I'm hurt. My arm. Oh dear, I mean, you're bleeding. Yeah. Oh goodness. Is there anything you can do to help me? I either uh, help certainly heal uh, me or patch me up or just get me out of here. Well, before you can say that, she says certainly, and she goes clip clip with her little tarsal claws. <laughs> uh, and a worker ant snaps his jaws around your where your wound is and just severs it entirely. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no worries. Uh, some of these workers have formic acid, and it puts its butt up to your uh, severed arm and okay. sprays formic acid on the wound, sealing it so you don't bleed to death. <clears throat> Spicy. All right. Well, I guess technically Shit. that is better uh, than what I was dealing with before. So I mean, they could have just poured formic acid on the wound. You're welcome, you from... All right. So I'm down to one arm. 
Um, you don't seem too phased by uh by us being here. Have you ever met humans before? You don't seem too phased about a talking ant. I'm not phased <laughs> by much anymore. Not not with this. Not not with the people who were running the simulation. Simulation? What do you mean, Yuri? <sighs> Long story. 357 processor on a 56k modem. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> We work with the best we have. Uh, you guys don't see this, but two shadowy figures in in uh, lab coats are talking. Like, how do they know our system specs, Cody? I I've told you to get better specs. I told you to get the soundproofing for the tube so they can't hear us while they're in deep sleep. I don't. I I don't want them to be alone. I don't want them to we feel can like hear they're you. alone. You have too much empathy for these little piggies. I don't. Our Chris, little, our little test. Do they know they left the mic on again? Oh, I, I hear every word. I don't know where it's coming from exactly, but I know. Uh, I, th I think he's leaving the mic on when they're talking. It's like tech support over the intercom and the santcom. <laughs> the entire uh, reality all around you seems to glitch and distort real fast uh, before quickly resetting, um, and you no longer hear any voices. Um, I will say that you do start to feel a presence of unease. Like, the air around you has started to get heavy. Uh, Are you okay, Cody? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, okay, I thought your, like, brain was uh, just just bre Just breathe, they're gassing us again. Yay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that is not what's happening. Um, oh. Uh... Would you all like to do anything? Well, uh, what's going on? Is this queen helping us, hurting us? She doesn't I mean, seem very antagonistic. So. You're having tea and had a nice conversation. What do you want to say? Uh, I want to I want... politely make it clear that I don't want to be. I want to get out. Then you should politely leave. make it clear. Um, I'm conferring with my uh, partner here. Um, oh, okay, dearie. I'll just be here when you're ready to talk. <laughs> All right, look, Queen, I got to be honest with you. I appreciate your hospitality. I appreciate you take care of my arm here. I want to go home. You're welcome. Uh, it's been a while since I've been home. Oh, How you... can I get out of this Oh, colony? sweetie, you What's are the... home now. You're not going to allow me to leave? I have a family that I would oh, like to I'm get back to. I'm just kidding with you. Of course you can go. <laughs> uh, can I get a ride to the exit? Certainly. She points up, and there's a there's a chamber. It goes straight up because, you know, ants aren't vertically challenged. They can just go up. Uh, right. And uh, a bunch of worker <laughs> ants around you, she goes, clip, clip, and <laughs> they form an ant ladder for you, if you will, for you to start climbing. Cheerio, dearies. Have a nice time in the surface world. Remember, don't step on any ants. They might be somebody's babies. They're all uh, somebody's babies. I will certainly never um, try to injure another ant in my life. I appreciate your hospitality. Wait, I'm going to begin. As you leave, she says, wait, another ant? Uh, you hear her say. Uh, you get up to the next level above, uh, and you're being escorted now by a couple of other worker ants susan and uh sally and and b anthony um no <laughs> no sally uh susie and sally uh and again that foreboding air is thick all around you um as you're as you're walking there um 
but nothing. But I'm still heading towards the exit, right? Still heading towards the exit. Uh, nothing happens just yet, but you kind of get the feeling that you're being watched. Um, again, you just continue to make. Do progress. any of these are any of these ants missing a leg? Uh, no, the two next to you aren't. Good question. <clears throat> the two next to you aren't. But I want to continue towards the exit at the same pace as these two ants. I trust these two ants that I'm with. I don't want to leave them behind. I'll just stay in a group heading towards okay. the exit at a steady pace. Is there a burnt figure with a very, very nice fedora following us? Mm, no, unfortunately. Um, as you guys start to see daylight, uh, you start to see more hustle and bustle. More ants are around you. Like, you know, they're coming and going. They're doing their ant business, right? They do what ant do. Mm -hmm. um, there is just a chittering that you hear that makes the hair on the back of your necks <laughs> stand up, and then you cough. And <laughs> just just like that. And when you look up, you see what looks to be an ant that's missing a leg. Motherfucker. What do you want to do? I, I, I discreetly, so this ant above me cannot hear me. I need to draw attention to it. These, these ants that are escorting me to the exit, I gotta let them know discreetly the creature we warned you about is directly above our heads uh susan and sally look at you and they clack clack their jaws and wiggle their antenna they don't speak english so that didn't work uh clay would you like to try anything ah, i know exactly what to do okay <laughs> what they continue to look at you puzzled wondering why you're not running for the exit instead of doing whatever it is you're doing, trying to communicate to some ants. Uh, while you're going... Uh, you trip! Mm -hmm. You trip, and the imitation spider uh, has descended. It is on full-on attack mode. It is on top of you, Clay, and it's going to try to bite you. It's clear it's a spider at this point, to be clear, right? It is... It's still in, in um, imitation mode, but it has... I mean, things. they're always... The way that they look makes them look like ants. Uh, an ant. Mm -hmm. And the when... Because they, like, they're hang really around cute. the colony... They're so cute. Because they hang around the colony, they smell like the colony. So to, to the ant, to Susan and okay. Sally, it looks like another ant is just attacking you. Yeah. Correct. Interesting. Because don't they use their first two legs as like and pretend that they're into? Yeah, they pretend they're that their so, first two legs are. Yeah. They're so stupid. So cute. then they they only so look much. like they have three legs. Yeah. All right. Well, it's clear that I can't communicate to Susan and Sally. Uh, they're probably more confused than anything right now why they're being attacked. I don't think they're well, going to spring to help. So they're they're ants. Uh, they're very intelligent insects. Let's well, not, the queen uh, the queen was very answer. intelligent. So okay. Well, I think it's up to me. To help Clay here, um, I'm gonna grab on to his ankle with my one good hand. And, and your sure grip. It, my sure grip. I'm gonna pull as hard as I can to slide him out from underneath the spider. Not even gonna roll for it. You had sure grip. That 100% works. 
uh, just as the fangs burst into the ground in a flash of viciousness, um, you save Clay from certain death and help him to his feet. Uh, what would you both like to do now? Okay, fangs have come out. Do Susan and Sally realize what is happening at this moment? They can't tell. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, they, they don't. don't. Yes. <laughs> they I mean, don't. I, I mean, I, I just looked they, up them. Uh, their and sister, mimicking spider, and yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty fucking convincing. Yeah. The the sis, as far as they know, their sister is trying to give you a goodbye kiss. Yeah, I should mention that the exit is like twenty feet away. The spider is faster than I am. I'm gonna. Well, it is missing a leg though. Um, you outran it before. That was I, when it I, was injured and like. No, no, no. no, no, no he outran it before. It was before it got in the trap. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's true. Ooh. All right, I've look. I've done my good deed. I've you saved also Clay. weigh an arm less. Yeah, overall, even yeah. faster. So, um, I don't think these ants are going to help us. They can't communicate. It's just not a good deal. I'm going to haul ass towards the exit. Okay, Clay, what are you doing? Tom Cruise running. Uh, well, same. Well, you mean just one, right? Yeah. You're doing the same? Yeah. Cody, what did you get? Uh, he, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he makes it. <laughs> but it's okay. maybe this is the time when maybe like you make it, but you're maybe don't want this one to be recorded. It's like not okay. your best. Not as pretty of a you're run. Not as pretty of a run. You're lopsided, but you, the arm. Yeah, maybe like you like fall against the side of the tunnel for like a second or something. No, but I got like, this. Okay, uh, that's fair. Play, that's fair. You, you rolled a 19. Please draw a present card for me. Uh, Chris, you also make it, but you shit yourself in the process. Um, from um, You fear shit yourself. Totally understandable given the circumstances. Uh, Clay, please pick a card. Let's go with the yellow one with the star. Okay. <laughs> a black katana. Jesus Christ. Uh, At the (laughs) precipice of the ant hole, as you emerge, you see very clearly a black blade katana sticking from the soil. Uh, What do you want to do with that? Does it just happen to be the Coltana from Grounded? (laughs) No. In fact, eagle-eyed viewers who would have seen it would recognize it as the sword from Demon Slayer. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I'm picking that fucker up, and I we are taking. I'm still running with. I'm still running <laughs> because I'm pretty sure if I attack the spider, I'm going to. We're going to get the entire colony on us because they still think it's a ant. Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, wait for it. You succeed in running further away from the ant colony, um, and you turn around and look, but nothing is there. Uh, on the wind, a just piece of paper just blows past you, and uh, Chris, you grab it, and you read it, and it's very clearly a solemn and very serious revenge note. Um, as you read the, read this... Uh, things around you get hazy and reality starts to uh, blip and blop. Um, And you both find yourselves inside of a metallic tube. Um, 
Not there's again. like a little viewing port, right? Like uh, a dimly lit laboratory and, you know, um, but yeah, uh, congratulations. You beat the simulation. Uh, and me and Cody are going to argue about the logistics of Imitation Spider after the, after we get off the call. But um, I want to thank you both <laughs> for participating before we put you back into a deep sleep for next time. Uh, before we do... Uh, Chris, do you want to tell us about Best of the Rest one more time and how people could find it if they wanted to? Yeah, I'll keep it short and simple. Best of the Rest, available wherever you get your podcast. If you like podcasts, which I'm sure you do, because you're listening to this one, if you like movies, check it out. Scroll through the episodes. Find a movie you've seen before or you like. Start there. Give it a listen. If you like it, subscribe. Certainly appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Clay, your turn. Do, uh, do watch thing. it. Yeah, watch it as stuff. Uh, you can find it. You can find it on the pod dog, um, on the, wherever you found the pod dogs, uh, stuff at. Um, but yeah, it's me and my co host Vinny ripping part movies and everything else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> slash pod dog is, is my thing. Uh, Jaws Breakers, a scary, funny shark movie show is coming back this very weekend. Uh, of, of the week that this comes out, we are watching the Meg in our Discord channel, so please join us for that. Also, uh, After Dark Ride, No Holds Barred, No Nothing Podcast. We're talking about Pokemon Hurt, the ones we love. Both of uh, all three of you, both of all three of you have been on that show before. Um, and uh, we just recently had uh, Mikey from Pokemon Crossroads on, as a guest on there. So check that out. Cody, your turn. Uh, I'm on the Twitter hellscape at Cody Mathis then. What oh, I guess, it is. I guess sometimes I'm also on uh, The Harvest Season, which is a farming game podcast. Uh, it's super effective, which is a Pokemon podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm hoping to start up a taxonomy podcast. Wow. Thanks for inviting your friends. I don't know what taxonomy means. Um, thank you so much <laughs> for listening. We'll see you next time. And uh, don't forget, if we're going to die... Let's Let's die die together. together. Why are we arguing about... Uh, well, no. First, we got to take care of this. I'm up here. We're going to let's die together. We're gonna let's let's die die together. together. We're gonna let's die together. We're gonna let's die together. 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 Why are we doing this? I don't know. Should I leave? No. (laughs) I should I I, like? Do you need (laughs) Cody? Add imitation spider to the death cards. Oh, okay. Bye, everybody. Oh. This show is brought to you by Pod Dog, the one-stop shop for all your Pokemon After Dark Ride, Jaws Breakers, Let's Die, and Watchers of the Stuff needs. If you liked it, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash poddog, or visit the link tree in the description for our Discord, Twitch handles, and socials. Pod Dog Productions. We had to keep track of all this stuff somehow. By the way, are you going to eat that? I'm starving. <laughs>